0: What's up, everybody? And thank you for listening to Mastering the Mindset. My name is Darius Dotch, and I'm an actor, hip-hop artist, and fitness and life coach. And I'm here to personally help you train and improve your mindset so that you can, one become the best version of yourself mentally, and two, gain focus and motivation to be able to take action and achieve the success in life that you want and deserve. Before we get started, please like and subscribe to my channel, and at the end of this episode, if you liked it, please share it with a friend or loved one or someone who will benefit from hearing this message. I'm so glad you're here, and I'm ready to go on this journey with you, and that journey begins now. All right. Welcome back to another episode. Again, as always, I'm glad you're here. I think this is going to be a really good one. So let's go ahead and jump right in. I'm glad you decided to hear this one. I think it's an important one. And it's a little reminder of how we can unintentionally sabotage our own happiness. And no, the goal ain't to be happy all the time. I know we think we might want that. We might hope to only have ups and none of the downs, but one, that ain't realistic. Two, the contrast does serve you. You don't appreciate the good days if you never have any of the bad days like a kid who was born into wealth. They don't have the same appreciation for money like the average person because they don't know what it's like to be broke or to come from normal means. Same thing with happiness. is it can't always be good. The highs, the lows, whatever weird in-between moments we might have, they're all important and they all serve us in one way or another. But today I want to talk about the thing we do called catastrophizing, catastrophizing and over catastrophizing. And by doing this, we unknowingly can rob ourselves of joy and fulfillment and it can really just make life harder than it needs to be. Walking through life is hard enough as it is, right? Right. You might, be going, you might be going through something right now. Maybe you just got out of something and you're on the other side of it. Maybe you're about to go through something. And you don't realize it yet, but life is hard, right? Let's not make it harder by catastrophizing the big things in life or the little things in life. And let's talk about both. So let's dive in. So what is catastrophizing? It's this thing we do as humans by over-exaggerating in this massive way in order to feel some type of emotion, Sometimes it look like it looks like us taking a moment and immediately going to the worst case scenario in our brains. And we make this small thing a massive problem or we take a minor inconvenience that happened in the morning and we make this commitment to only finding all the things that go wrong throughout the whole day. And we behave as if the day is bad. We take something that happened for five minutes and we make it last for the whole day. And we've all been there, done that. And we do this for a few different reasons. And I was looking this up and revisiting this again because I did do an episode like this before. But I wanted to look at it again because I caught myself doing this a little while ago. But what I found out is that it can be kind of a coping mechanism. And one way is by trying to manage future anxiety and stress. And we think that if we stress out about it right now, it'll have a smaller impact on us later down the road, even though we know it ain't really true. Or we can do it to try and get empathy or sympathy and connection with other people. And it's really interesting when you think about how we do this and we do it in subtle ways and also in these major ways that really impact our view on life and how life is handling us. Boy, my mouth does not want to work today. All right. Let me keep going anyway. Uh, but yeah, these obviously will have an effect on the actions we take. So let's look at my example from a few months ago and tell me if you've been here. So I was running late from work, ended up taking way too long to get ready that day for whatever reason. And I got my shirt on. I pulled my travel mug full of coffee. You probably know where I'm going with this. And I go to take a sip. The lid wasn't screwed on right. And I spilled coffee down my shirt. Damn it. So rush to grab another shirt. Of course, now I can't find anything to wear, throwing stuff all over, finally put on a clean shirt, get in my car, notice my tank on E. But I can't stop. Luckily, I only live 10 minutes away, so I'm going to just get gas after work. And I'm basically late by the time I leave for work. And on the way, of course, I get behind the slowest driver in the whole planet Earth. And they happen to be right in front of me. Literally the slowest driver I ever seen. Right. I know you felt that before, and I finally get into the turning lane to pull into work, into the parking garage of my job, and in the parking lane, in the turning lane, I run out of gas. And by now, you can imagine I'm even more pissed off. My day is basically ruined. Now, fast forward, somebody I work with luckily has a gas can, but I had to sit and wait in my car for him to finish performing and go get some some gas for me. Finally, make it in the building. And I start catastrophizing. I'm in a bad mood. My phone is lagging. Of course, the kids in the building on a field trip, they seem to be yelling way louder than they ever yelled. I dropped my bag in out of my car. That pissed me off. I was just looking for all the ways that my day was just getting worse and worse and worse. And what made me realize what I was doing, that I was doing this catastrophizing is when I made a comment. To somebody about the kids, a comment to somebody I work with about these kids here on this field trip, and I was like, "Hey man, uh heads up, we got some rowdy ass kids today. Look out!" Basically, and they was like, "Really? You think so?" They seemed okay to me. I, I didn't have any problem with them. I just did a show for them, and they were fine. They were great. And that's when it kind of hit me, like, "Yeah, Dodge, you catastrophize in this day right now." I was about to let the first forty-five minutes of my day ruin my whole shift at work. Has that ever happened to you? I'm sure it has. Have you made a decision after you had a moment that only lasted like five minutes and it turns your whole day into a bad day? Like I said, we've all been there, done that. And by doing this on a scale, on this scale, taking a 45 minute incident and letting it affect your whole day, that's one thing. But when we do this on a broader scale and we label entire seasons of our lives as, quote unquote, bad, that's a problem. And that's what we're going to talk about. So here's the thing. When we do this, this very human thing, when we take one moment and we catastrophize it or we make we take one bad conversation and make it out to be a very big deal, that's understandable. It's going to happen from time to time. But when we do this for seasons, we have to be careful how we put a certain label on it. For example, this might be a time in your life where you would say this is a busy season. You got a lot going on right now. You got a lot on your plate. And every time. Something gets added to your plate. You say to yourself, I got so much going on. I don't have time for this. I'm too busy. I'm stretched so thin. Right. And what happens is your brain does what it's designed to do. It looks for evidence to support that what you believe in. And so while you're feeling so overwhelmed and you feel frantic and you're feeling all the stress and you're like, I'm so damn busy. How can I even function in life properly with all I have going on? And side note, I'm definitely guilty of this. And it's something that I have really been working on to get past and get out of this bad habit. But this is how being busy gets a bad connotation. Being busy doesn't have to mean negative. It doesn't have to mean that it's that automatically comes with stress. You can be busy and be perfectly happy with being busy. Being busy can actually give you life. It can keep you sharp. It can make you have a different perspective on things when you have those slower seasons and you look around and see how much work you got to get done. And you feel like, well, this ain't nothing. I can knock this out. No problem. When before in previous seasons, this might not have felt like a slow season. This this amount of work might have been a little harder to actually get done anyway. So when we feel this franticness and stress and we have that thought like, oh, I'm so busy, this is stressing me out. That's just human. It's human to have that as a first thought. And you can't really blame yourself for that first thought, like I always say. But your second thought is completely up to you because your second thought is the one that's going to determine your perspective and then drive your actions. Let me say it again. Your second thought is going to determine your perspective and then drive your actions. So if you made this decision that you're super busy and you have so much going on and that's the way you think and that's the way you think about it and yourself, what happens? You will start to tell folks that you are a busy person because that's what has become part of your identity. And then, of course, they're going to ask you, oh, so what you got going on? What's all on your plate? And now your brain gets in the zone and it goes to work, scanning everything in your life, everything around you, searching for all the reasons why you are so busy and deserve the right to feel overwhelmed. And like I said, I'm 100 percent guilty of this. I have done that a lot in the past because really I am busy and folks notice that I do a lot. And when they say it, I let my brain reinforce all the ways I can feel overwhelmed or feel like I don't have enough time to get things done. And I end up allowing that stress to be part of the process as if it has to be stressful, as if, as if it has to be hard. Again, giving busy that negative connotation. So what happens in our brain when folks ask us about what we, what all we have going on, we start making this mental list. All the things we have to do, all the things we have on our to do list, things that's not even a big task or urgent. And we allow this to make us feel overwhelmed. And I just had to check myself the other day because I'm feeling like I'm in this busy season and I'm sitting here thinking of all the things I got to do. Like, ugh, then I got to go respond to these emails then I got to do this and do that. Respond to emails. It was like five emails. Took less than five minutes for each one. Right. Nothing to even think twice about. But that was my brain looking for evidence to confirm my belief that I'm so busy and things are so stressful. That is a form of catastrophizing. When you pick a certain label like busy and you search for evidence for that label to be true. Now, it might not be as chaotic or feel as frustrating as running late to work after you spilled on your shirt and you get behind bad drivers. It might not always feel that intense in the moment. It can be as simple as remembering you have to respond to emails. But when we catastrophize, we do it to get attention, empathy, sympathy or connection. We do this as a coping mechanism. And I'm not saying that you do it for all those reasons. Maybe it's just a couple of them. And another thing we do is We pre-stress about future stress, thinking that we're actually saving our future selves from feeling overwhelmed about it in the future. And we've all been there. And all that does is make you stress out about it twice now and then again in the future. When you actually get there, knock that off, cross that bridge when you get to it. And look, your feelings are valid. You are allowed to feel cranky and exhausted and overwhelmed and busy. That is part of being human and the point I'm trying to make and one of the main things you should take away from this episode is there is a big difference in the quality of life if you are unintentionally getting yourself worked up because you're over catastrophizing all the time it's one thing to do it when you can laugh at yourself like man I was acting like a crazy man in traffic on the way to work yesterday I was a little demon right but it's a different thing if it's a common theme in your life so we need to be conscious about this don't let catastrophizing make your life harder than what it needs to be don't let it take away your happiness what ways are you catastrophizing in life right now because it ain't just about being busy right are you in a waiting season waiting for that goal to be complete and you keep noticing how hard it is to just be still and let things come to you as you work towards it because that is the thing Let's say you're in school and you're about to graduate and you only have one semester left. That last semester can feel long as hell. And what happens is you start to notice just how long it feels. It starts dragging. You feel like it's taking forever. The days get longer. The classes get longer until you start to wonder how you ever even going to make it. When in reality, the time is going by just as fast as it always has. No faster, no slower. But because you're so anxious and you are catastrophizing how long it's taking, how long you have to wait that is actually that much harder for you. Maybe you're in a season where money is tight. Definitely been there, done that. And you say to yourself and everybody around you that you're broke and you don't have any money and your brain starts to look for all the reasons and all the things you can't afford right now. You see your friends go on trips and buy things or you see that ad of a commercial and you think how you wanna buy that thing but you can't afford it and you catastrophize. When in reality, yeah, money might be tight But you've been here before. This ain't the first time money been tight on you. And didn't you make it all those other times? Yes, you did. So why would this time be any different? Right. So, again, what ways are you catastrophizing? It could be about money, a lack of a relationship, lack of time, too busy. Maybe you feel lost about something and you keep finding validations and all the things you don't know about that thing you're trying to do. Whatever the reason may be, recognize it. Control the second thought. Change that second thought because that is a thought that's going to change your actions. That's the thought that's going to change your reality. Don't let your catastrophize steal your happiness. There is too much going on already in the world and you deserve happiness. So that's what I got for you today. As I always say, man, if you appreciate this episode, if you like this episode, share it, share it, share it. I'm trying to grow this thing and I can't do it without your help. And here is another song enjoy yeah quarantine it's that's Hold up, wait, yeah, it's really Dodge, I know they love it, it's Dodge. Hold up, wait, yeah, I'm stuck at the crib, about to turn up in my spot. Hold up, wait, uh, turn on the news, it got my stomach in not. Hold up, wait, yeah, I better go sit down somewhere if you love it or not. Hold up, wait, yeah, I come for the throne, you better not get up from your spot. Hold up, wait, I'm in my pot, that mean I'm cooking and all my shit hot. Hold up, wait, yeah, you niggas can't touch me, give me six feet and watch. Hold up, wait, yeah, she got a to-do list and I'm at the top. Hold up, wait, I'm going in like quarantine and high in the head can you blame me? I'm sick. With it, can't contain me. I'm sick with it, can't contain me. I rub my hands like Birdman at least ten times daily. I keep it clean, don't be crazy. You gonna learn the day. All yeah. Man, you walk in the grocery store. They don't got no toilet paper, no hand sanitizer. All no medicine, no meat. Like man, sit your ass down somewhere. Lady, please back up. Man, hold wait, up, wait, yeah. I'm in my zone. Y'all better leave me alone. Hold up, wait, yeah. No, you can't see me in person. Only on your phone. Hold up, wait, yeah. I'm tired of shit. No niggas on my TV. Gone. Hold up, wait. Y'all should've known that boy died. She fly like a drone. Hold up, wait. I see you coming a mile away. That boy like a drone. Hold up, wait. Excuse my energy. I don't want y'all to sit with me. Hold up, wait. See, I gotta distance me. Socially, physically, lyrically. Hold up, wait. They're all my sons looking like me and me laughing like silly me up, wait. I know they envy me. It's only one of me already. Been me. Hold up, wait. I'm something like a dictator with a big dictator. Hold up, wait. If we talking about paper, I don't need a translator. Hold up, wait. Pull up to the scene and shut it down like I'm the mayor. Like, hold up, wait. I'm going in like quarantine and high in the head. Can you blame me? I'm sick with it, can't contain me. I'm sick with it, can't contain me. I rub my hands like Birdman at least ten times daily. I keep it clean, don't be crazy. you can gonna learn today. Hold up, wait, yeah. Man, if I look at my social media, one more time. And if I see you silly bastards out there acting like this, I ain't a pandemic. Out there partying and have a good time. Man, you can keep us on time out until 2021. Damn. Sit down. Damn. Sit down. Yeah.